Thank you for listening to the Unscripted Dreams podcast with Joe and Marcus. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email us at unscripteddreams at gmail.com. If you're interested in listening to exclusive content that includes bonus episodes and our hindsight video series, please join us on Patreon at the Unscripted Dreams podcast. If you're listening to our podcast on YouTube, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. Thank you. As we know, life is full of surprises, both good and bad. The day-to-day journey is full of unforeseen for unforeseen obstacles, and sometimes it's hard to see our way through. Beyond the Norman Mundane are where unscripted dreams live. Join us for thought-provoking discussions and interviews to help us navigate through the fog and create our own path. We are the Unscripted Dream Podcast, operating outside the margins to motivate and inspire our audience. So today's episode literally is on the topic of interconnected. So basically what interconnected means is some type of uh, connection that has multiple points or levels of connection through a powerful entity, potentially. I mean, ideally, that's what we're getting to. So it would be something that you have connections to that work in your favor. You have a good rapport with a person, entity, or what have you. And it's um, something you can more or less use for your benefit. Uh, what, what do you think about that, Marcus? Well, just the concept of interconnection. In connection, I mean, we'll probably use the, the terms uh, interchangeably throughout this episode, but just things that have multiple connections. You know, right. Like more than more than just like a two-dimensional kind of a relation to one another. Um, And one of the things, I guess, you know, I kind of will start off by just saying one of this, what got me thinking about um, just discussing this, this concept, and it's a very broad concept. So it's, you know, I tried, I did my best to kind of boil, boil, boil it down to just kind of one area or a couple areas, but I was watching this video and, it was a video just kind of talking about if you're, I mean, you know, the situation with the, uh, the millions of people who have lost their job recently due to the virus, you know, continues to, to rise. And I was watching this video about the um, auto industry and what I was taking away from this video and what the gentleman was discussing was how people are working from home. And, you know, what he added on to that, you have to think about, you know, how, that one thing, that one thing connects to so much more than what people just not having to physically go, go, go to, you know, a workplace or go to an office. Um, so when you think about it, like when you think of having to go work from home, like Joe, you work from home, you're relegated. To right. work. Um, I actually have to physically go into work due to the nature of the, the, the uh, work that I do. But when you think about someone who's working from home, and you think about what all what all ties into that. Think about people. I mean, if you're working from home now, that's uh, for 
the people who are in the fuel business, in the oil business, that's less fuel revenue. People also, because people are working from home, they're putting less miles on their vehicle. They're not driving as much. Right. So that's less miles on the vehicle. You're not spending as much money in gas. And due to that, you know, you're not having as many maintenance issues with your car. And also, if people are working and they don't feel the need to drive or they don't have to drive and their vehicle is going to last longer because they're not using it as much, that'll decrease the amount of cars that are sold. Um, and it also, I mean, that goes into if you're working from home, you're not going out and buying professional attire. So the sales in that market drop off. And then, you know, inventory backs up with the auto manufacturers. And I mean, that affects vehicle parts, that affects jobs. It really... Like it's like you would think that that simple thing for some people, they would think that simple thing is isolated, but it really has. There's many things that are connected to the fact that someone has to work from home and it runs deeper than the things that I've just explained here. But so I mean, would that be considered like a correct me if I'm wrong, but like a, a paradigm, like a paradigm shift? A paradigm shift? Uh, just because all the things we're used to are not going to be the same anymore. So how we, yeah. And that, that's what I mean in that essence, like how we spend our money, how we're going to do certain things as far as even like culture based things. Um, You know, you have a lot of people that are probably not going to participate for obvious reasons. And then you're going to have other people that are going to act out irrationally because those people aren't um, trying to do the norm because of what's happening right now. So altogether, you know, there's going to have to be some type of shift. Uh, you know, you already see companies like breaking down and stuff like that. So it's very different on how people are choosing to not only spend their money, but also their lifestyle has changed. I know mine has changed. I was a very outgoing person. And this year I have yet to set foot in a bar. Oh, wow. So what I'm trying to say is someone that was a big spender, not at one, but someone that would go on special nights and get food. You know, you're still making money and taking my money. Now I have all this cash. Well, not cash, but these funds that's just sitting there and just stacking at this point. So what do you do? Yeah, and I think with that, Joe, I think it uh, really ties into it. it's I mean really with you know kind of like everything that's going on that that has caused like people to work from home people to spend more time uh inside unless people just you know being able to go out and do what they're accustomed to you know it's like a it's really like a like a shockwave that continues to reverberate because now you have to think about how things are happening now in which like if you're not going to the bar I mean you're not the only one who's not going out so you know things are so now that, you know, connects to the person that is operating those those businesses and the hours that they have and how things function and the employees that are working there, you know, so it's it's a just like so many levels, uh, these things that, I mean, you think it really just affects you, but there's so much more than what's kind of on the surface. And, you know, that's what I'm trying to trying to draw attention to is just the, the multiple levels of connection that we we kind of some that we don't always necessarily see. Exactly. Interconnectedness people. Right. So there are a couple, there's a couple concepts that I'm going to get into. Like I said, I'm going to focus more on the, 
like marketing, advertisement, things, things like that. Uh, but I did want to address what you know we just discussed, and this is a uh, the one is the uh, trickle down effect, and this is not to be confused with the trickle down economics. That's another concept. <laughs> so, so the the trickle down effect more so uh, relates to like fashion. So it's like the concept that people with like high economic, uh, high socioeconomic status, you know, they have product. I mean, they purchase goods, more expensive goods, new, new products are introduced. Some new products are introduced to them first and they're more costly, but you know, in time when something new comes out, that price eventually falls. Uh, So, and then one thing with this, this concept is that, I mean, we've seen this, like you've seen this, you just may have not known there was a name for it. Uh, So people that maybe have a lower status, they'll attempt to, you know, initiate or not initiate, but imitate what the high status or high wealth folks are doing so they can kind of share that status. So it goes top down. So people have created this connection with, you know, people who you see somebody and it's almost it's really like keeping up with the Joneses, but you're, you're not even next door to the Joneses. You're in a completely different neighborhood on the other end of town. So, you know, it's, it's really just a concept of saying that you're trying to, you know, be something that maybe you're not in because of your perception of what these people have um, at these high status levels that society puts those statuses on people. And sometimes those people in those, at those higher levels, they assist in um, promoting those statuses. So, and it just kind of repeats. So you'll you'll see like a celebrity or something in the ad, or you'll see like all the like stuff on the uh, what was it like red carpet, the red carpet at these premieres and these award shows and the advertisements <laughs> and everything. And you'll see they're right. like oh, this person is wearing this designer or something to be trending on social media, and people will they'll want to be kind of connected to these people and they feel like, well, if I buy this item, I'll be, you know, I'll be on that level or I'll be perceived as someone who has that status uh, because I'm wearing something or I have a product that other people who kind of promote this idea of the status have. Uh, so, you know, those, those things are kind of having an effect. They have an effect on people that you might not see, but in a little bit here, I'm going to go, I'm going to take it to a next to another level. But I just want to break that one down first. I think that was a good way to capture that uh, based on um, having that following up after our introductory conversation about goods and how those are changing right before our eyes. I mean, they change at any given time, but it's we're happen to be at a point in our lives at this point in the world where things are changing on a whole bunch of levels at once. Yeah. So Joe, I want to get like, I, I really want to get, cause I know what you initially said about like using these things to your advantage, uh, kind of these things that are going on. Uh, and I really want to get into that. I like to get into that a little bit more, uh, but I wanted to first just go through, I guess a little bit like something like another thing, which is um, artificial scarcity. And if, and what if you're not, so if you're not familiar with artificial scarcity, this is it's the intentional limitation of like products 
supply, you know, to increase the demand and the price, the, the price of items. So you see, I mean, you'll see, I mean, Joe, know you've seen this, but like you go to McDonald's, what is one of the like limited supply art, like, items, like the McRib or something? Like it comes back. Yeah, that's seasonal. That's seasonal. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's things like that, like seasonal items. Um, other things where they say limited time only or on the packaging and say limited time only. There are stores. Oh, those shamrock shakes. Yep. Yeah, like all that stuff. Like there are stores here um, in uh, Myrtle Beach. Like there are stores out here. They are always going out of business. Yeah, <laughs> liquidation <Recent> sales. <laughs> but they're always, but they're always going out of business. So, so, uh, so that's the thing is that you know they create this sense like oh man, you're getting a good deal. But I mean, that's just marketing. That's just marketing. I think it's funny that they're able to operate like that. But, the, you know, the tourism is a uh, heavy here. So, I mean, for them, they probably wouldn't there for yeah, a week. You, so. Yeah, you wouldn't know. <laughs> you know? But but I mean, that's sometimes you see like some like one thing is like one item is left in stock when you're ordering stuff online online and things like that. I think we talked about that in that uh, consumerism episode. Mm-hmm. But another item, which is a high which is a high, like one of the bigger items, more maybe more expensive items that we see are uh, diamonds with the uh, artificial scarcity. So diamonds, believe it or not, these are not rare items. It's just the companies that control the mines. They strategically control how frequently they supply the market. So they create the demand, but there's not, they're not rare items. I mean, you can make a, they can make a synthetic diamond now. Uh, so actually but, most people use them now. Yeah, so it's like it's not, and that's that's artificial scarcity. Just you know, like making something, you know, scarce that isn't really scarce. Just you know, creating a perception that it's not going to be around very long. And the one that I think will kind of, well, some of us will be able to relate to. And this is what I wanted to break down was uh, the concept of uh, you know people buying uh, Air Jordans or Jordans basketball shoes. So. Uh, there's a book I read, well, I read it a while back. It's called uh, "It's the Personal NBA" by Josh Kaufman. If you're not familiar, NBA is a master's of a uh, business administration a degree. So he talks about the five basic human drives for this for the concept of this discussion we're having. I'm only going to discuss three, but the three I'm going to discuss is you know a drive to acquire. So the, I mean, he's well. Let me backtrack. The basic human drives are things that theoretically we all have so these things that these are things that like businesses use but like i said number one the drive to acquire and this is just people's you know desire to have physical objects you know to have like status and power and then there's a second drive which is the drive to bond which is you know just to feel value be well liked you know be perceived as attractive then the last one i'll add here is just uh the drive to feel which is you know to have new experiences like entertainment, anticipation and things. And like I said, status also, but when we're speaking about, you know, connection, like how like businesses appeal to these human drives, essentially human uh, nature. Um, and the one thing with like Jordan's with his shoes is that part of the Jordan marketing is artificial scarcity. Cause you see people lining up, Right. They're lining up for these shoes. And, you know, there's a there's a you know, there's a drive to acquire because 
you know, in some in some circles, having having Jordans, you know, gives you a certain kind of status. Yep. You know, and there's a there's a drive to buy them because I mean, I know when I was growing up, if you were wearing Jordans, you know, you got attention for that. People, you know, you might have been a little bit more popular because you had those shoes and we know how much they cost and can everybody afford those. Um, and then there's also, like I said, the drive to to feel, and that's the anticipation of just the the shoes are being released and just the you know excitement that's involved in that. And I mean, Jordan has so many shoes now that you know it's limited. I mean, there is a there is a release schedule. Am I right about that, Joe? Yes, there's a release schedule that's typically about several months out. It changes at any given time, but they give you an idea of when they're going to release stuff. So. This artificial scarcity that Nike creates with the Jordan brand of, you know, it's hitting. I mean, they're hitting on every level. I mean, well, on three, at least three of the five levels uh, that I've mentioned. But, you know, think about, you know, how that. How that system is structured and how, you know, artificial scarcity tied in is connected to your uh, your basic human drives and how by creating that you're more inclined to want to get this product. You're more excited. You think it's going to give you this status and it's going to make people like you because you have it. So these, these systems that are in place, you know, it's, I think it's important to take a look at, you know, how we're connected to these systems and some of the strategies and some of the tactics that, you know, influence our behavior. Right. But that was what I had for that. I think, I, I mean, I think that makes sense, but, I know you all are let me know that you're listening. So, <laughs> but that was really the last thing that I had on that. I just wanted to really draw attention to some of the things that you're connected that, you know, what, what we're all connected to, we might just not understand. We might not understand that. And, you know, it kind of goes back to EQ. I hate to say it, as much as I say, it kind of goes back to EQ a little bit, but uh, that's it. That's it there. So, I mean, Joe, what do you think about, I mean, I know you meant, like I said, you mentioned uh, like connection and how you can use it to your advantage. What do you think, like how people can use that, that interconnectedness to their advantage? Well, uh, to keep it uh, familiar or keep it funky with people. So we aren't jumping all over the place. Uh, when I think of interconnectedness, I think of not only what you speak of as far as how everything trickles trickles down the line and impacts you uh, that's very true especially when you deal with people so for a perfect example is when i think of interconnectedness say that you are that person that buys jordans for the status appeal right you're gonna find the connection right maybe you have a motive on top of buying these shoes maybe not only do you get yourself a pair you buy additional pairs so you can also pay for your pair for free because you're selling these at a, um, I don't know, maybe close to twice as much as they were for retail price. People really do this. So how are you going to get these shoes? You need a connection, right? Uh, most places you can't just buy one shoe at one space. And if you do, more than likely you're interconnected. And what I mean by interconnected is you have somebody that is, uh, for layman's terms, the plug. <laughs> so they are connected. Maybe they work for a shoe industry or shoe company that distributes the shoe and they can release 
or they have some type of way where they can uh, basically jerry rig the system and you can purchase multiple shoes. Or maybe you have a system set up where you have your laptop, more than one phone, maybe using a friend's phone or whatever, and you might have your own desktop. That's like several computers in one right there. Maybe you're able to access that information and ready alone that you got your own little business going on there. So that's what I mean by interconnection. Like either you're buying or selling. That's that's one thing. But in order to get to those points, you have to build connections or have resources to obtain those things, especially if they're a scarcity, as uh, Marcus mentioned before. So that's what I mean by that, if that makes sense. Yeah, watch out for watch out for these tactics out here. But also kind of just uh, adding on to what you were saying is, you know, just like, like you're saying, just figure out how to use it to your advantage. And, you know, think about the implications of your actions, you know, day to day. And, you know, how your actions and the actions of others will, you know, impact you and how you can benefit from a understanding you know different concepts and understanding just you know how things are connected and i think sometimes we do things and we know like we know there's a reason that we do it and we go through this process of like deduction and problem solving and we're we're connecting the dots we're connecting the dots and that allows us to you know at times come to a solution that doesn't you know everybody doesn't see you know so I think that's one of the key things to take away from it is, you know, just uh, think about how you can benefit from what other people don't see from the connections that you're able to make that maybe other people, you know, aren't aware of. Or aren't exactly. You know, so, but in the last thing, well, the last thing, and this is kind of just me talking about some other stuff, <laughs> but, uh, but there's a show, it fits in with the kind of the theme of this episode. It's a show um, it's on Amazon. It's called uh, Tales from the Loop. And this, and you know, it's a great story. I think they it got maybe released a few months ago. But it's this story about this town and everything's connected, but not like connected in a, a weird, a weird way, like a, a sci-fi way. It's a sci-fi show. So so it's a it's a great like show if you're interested in like seeing a story about how thing if you like sci-fi and you're interested in watching something that kind of shows it's really an in- interesting take on um, connection interconnection you know you should really check it out it's about, about this town that has like this uh God, what's the word I'm trying to think of the best word to explain it there's this this technology that allows this town to operate at like a completely different frequency than uh, everywhere else. So it's, it's pretty uh, interesting to, to watch and to see, like I said, it's sci-fi, but every show, every episode in this show, there's a lesson in it. One show doesn't quite fit in my opinion, but that one episode doesn't fit in my opinion, but there's, there's some life lessons to be learned in this, uh, (laughs) this show as well, which I thought was, was a pretty neat, but, if you're interested in, you know, watching something that kind of, kind of uh, is related to what we're discussing here, you know, that's the show I'd uh, I recommend because I liked it a lot. I probably re- rewatch it actually. But that's it. That's my last little 
a little bit. Yeah, I'm about to check that out for myself, man. Yeah, so, but that's all we had on this, uh, Joe. Are you good, man? Yeah, I'm more than good. All uh, right. I, I think that uh, as we continue to bring you content, you know, we're just going to keep talking these points through and get you on the right path of wherever you need to be. So when you think of being interconnected, I just want you to make it your mission to use it to your advantage just as much as companies use it to their advantage. And I'm not saying it's right, but that's the way of the world. I agree with you, man. but that's all you got, man. Uh, as always, man, take care. Be safe. Later.